0: to LA Talk Radio
1: You're listening to On the Couch with Dr. Michelle right here on LA Talk Radio
0: Is Dr. Michelle Cohen, and you are on the couch here on LA Talk Radio as you always are at this time Friday morning in beautiful Southern California. Sorry about that, East Coast. <laughs> 78 degrees right now. 11 a.m. PST, that's us. And around the world, welcome everybody. This is the country's most listened to internet talk radio station, and I welcome you to the couch today because we have a fabulous subject. Oh, man, you're going to love it. And if you're a regular listener, you kind of know that I'm a big proponent of the importance of the connection between our bodies and minds. I talk about that a lot. And I've also talked about how when we practice calming our minds, relaxation, exercise, yoga, imagery... Our minds and bodies are healthier. That's just the way it seems to be. We're slowing down our autonomic nervous systems. We're pumping out less stress hormones and all that. So today we're talking about how some of you can feel better, get better, and some of the mind and body techniques which will make you healthier. And when it comes to our bodies, many of us are into the alternative medicines, right? Because it seems safer, with uh, possible fewer side effects than traditional medicine. You know, that's what they say it is. So we're talking about alternative medication today to help heal your ailments, as well as the benefits of uh, some of the newer therapies like uh, mindfulness and other things that will really surprise you that can make us mentally and physically healthier. I want to also welcome my new sponsor, CashInMyBag.com. I'm going to be telling you a little bit more about that. It involves designers. Handbags, accessories, etc. You'll love it. So let's pull up my guest on the air today, live, Dr. Mel Borens. He's uh, a wonderful, wonderful author and uh, a great doctor, family physician in private practice, an associate professor in, professor in the Department of Family uh, and Community Medicine at the University of Toronto. He's an active staff member at St. Joseph's Healthcare. He taught complementary and alternative medicine to the medical students at the Faculty of Medicine has been the course director of many postgraduate courses in complementary medicine and psychotherapy by the way for physicians you know there's a lot more accolades but let's just get to it <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I can't you know I can't I can't read all of these things you're amazing dr borns welcome to the show Thanks,
2: Michelle. It's great to be with
0: you. Well, it's so nice to have you. Your book is great. What a wonderful read! I'm putting it on my shelf for my patients. The, okay. Uh, really, I mean, the book's called "A Doctor's Guide to Alternative Medicine: What Works, What Doesn't, <laughs> and Why." And and it really is thorough. I really love the way it it. It's a comfortable read. You explain. Everything and the mechanisms behind some of these alternative medications. So, it's a great read, folks. So I'm glad you like. Well, listen, we're talking about you, of course, being a physician in private practice, yeah. and uh, I know that you prescribe both conventional and alternative medica- medications. Quite right. Yes. Okay. Good for you. So, why I ask? Unlike so many doctors, did you decide to advise patients, um, you know, on using the natural health products?
2: Well, you know, uh, interesting story is when I graduated th- from medical school and I had finished all my training, and I thought I knew everything about everything. I was uh, uh, took a year off and traveled with my wife, uh, and we were ended up uh, living uh, on a houseboat in northern India in Kashmir. And my friend, who was actually from from LA, um, put his back out and was in severe pain. He he was in so much pain, and I couldn't help him. I mean, Aww. everything I learned in medical yeah. school wasn't going to be effective. Yeah. Right, right. And he even tried to, to get down on the ground and show me how his chiropractor used to put him back into position, but I, I still wasn't effective. Right, right. And we asked our houseboat owner and said, you know, Ali, what should we do? And he said, why don't you go and see the local healer? Hmm. And I was, of course, skeptical with my Western brain. Right. And uh, I, we hip hopped in, uh, into town on a horse and buggy. <laughs> and we saw the healer uh, on a sidewalk with a crowd around him. And my friend stepped forward, pointed to his back, grimaced and showed, you know, I've got a lot of pain no language spoken. Mm -hmm. The healer uh, picked my friend up, put his knee in his back, and with one manipulation, put the pain completely gone, wow. you know, completely gone. And so, you know, you can imagine my Western trained brain, right. my medical brain said, yeah, what's yeah. going on? <laughs> right. I had you never really, at that time, I'd never met a chiropractor. I didn't know anything about chiropractic. And so it kind of opened me up to saying to myself, you know, there might be something else out there that I didn't learn in medical school that might be helpful to the patients I see. And that was kind Ooh. of the journey. I went back to uh, Toronto mm-hmm. and yeah. started uh, meeting with a uh, chiropractor and we started an organization where we brought in speakers from all different kinds of varieties of um, complementary and alternative approaches to right. lecture to us and mm-hmm. learn. And then I uh, took a course in acupuncture, trained wow. in some acupuncture and did some other things. And I think the the, the real bottom line is that patients are, are you know, a great number of our patients are seeking alternative treatments or, look, you know, taking mm-hmm. natural health products yeah. and yeah. seeing practitioners, and I think it behooves us to, to be aware of it and to be open to it.
0: It really does. And as you know, many of these uh, so-called alternative medications have been around for thousands of years in different countries, right? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. um, why are so many of those doctors out there elected to prescribe alternative medicine, do you suppose?
2: Well, Michelle, you know, I think one of the things is sometimes we've had bad experiences Mm -hmm. where sometimes, you know, I have a patient, I know my treatment is going to cure them Mm -hmm. or, you know, significantly affect them in a positive way. And let's say they decide not to, that's that's difficult. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we've seen patients harmed uh, by alternatives. I have seen, you know, uh, problems with herbal remedies causing liver trouble or kidney trouble. Mm -hmm. I've seen people spend lots of money for quackery and I think, you know, as a physician, we're kind of concerned about that. Yeah. Many of us haven't had any training, and in alternatives and believe that it's, You know, there's not much science there, and, right. and essentially, I think that's why I wrote the book uh, mm-hmm. to, to try to say, yeah, there are randomly assigned, double-blind, controlled trials mm-hmm. that have been done in a proper scientific way that show some of these things work. And I think you know, physicians are really open to that, mm-hmm. uh, uh, but you know, we tend to be wanting to do the things we learned in medical school, and when we go to conferences and stuff, we tend to want to, you know, continue to do those things that we learn
0: about. Mm-hmm. Boy, is that true? I mean, you have to, in a way, in order to you we have do. to <laughs> go we through really all, all, you know, all the regimens that you have to do to get your license here, especially in this country, Canada, and most around the world. But again, like we discussed, there are the other alternative medications that are available in a lot of Asian countries, by the way, and well, European as well, but. Um, you know, it's just uh, they're out there, and the studies that you do in your book, which I really uh, read and 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 really understood, this is this is great, guys, because you can understand uh, what he's talking about in terms of how it's going to help you, certain remedies, the mechanisms. So it clears things up. It's called a doctor's guide to alternative medicine: what works, what doesn't, and why. And uh, Dr. Mel Bourns, I also love the way that you talk about some of the uh, psychotherapeutic things, and we'll get into that in just a bit, too, to help folks. Because the body and mind are connected. Definitely. <laughs> you know, that, that is, that's Definitely. the way it is. So we established that so, some of these so-called natural remedies are really not as safe, and you advise that in your book as well. You have to be careful in terms of dosage and some of the information. So I'd like to talk about some of the specific alternative medicines for some of the most common ailments that you talk about in your book because sure. yeah, you know, everybody seems to be looking for that natural remedy. I mean, they they want this that one that's going to be magic. Remember when spirulina came out? <laughs> Right. Everyone was trying pond scum or whatever it was. I don't know. But, it, right. you know, they're looking for that natural remedy that is right. going to make them feel well. Uh, so let's talk about ginkgo biloba. It's been touted as the biggie. So are, are there some health benefits to that? or is, is this? Well,
2: well ginkgo is one that's, that's pretty controversial. In, in initially, way back, I thought, yeah, it was going to be very good for dementia or for memory problems, because uh, uh, a big study in the Journal of American Medical Association seemed to you know suggest that it was. Mm-hmm. But then a bunch of other studies seemed to say that there wasn't so much benefit from it. But uh, more recently, there have been some randomly assigned double-blind control trials that show that ginkgo maybe. Helpful with with dementia or mm-hmm. slowing it down. Uh, I know neurologists don't um, don't support that. Right. Uh, my clinical experience is that it doesn't do all that much. Okay. And you know, mm-hmm. in, in terms of me using it on uh, with patients, mm-hmm. I haven't been that impressed with the clinical response. Mm-hmm. It's used in many countries around the world for you know uh, tonic for you know feeling good for. Bi- Building energy hmm. and uh, it's used traditionally in Chinese and Japanese uh, culture and oh. it's been very popular. Um, I personally haven't found it all that useful clinically, although there is some evidence that says it it might
0: be useful. Hmm. Interesting stuff. So, because I know they've done a lot of studies, you know, for dementia, things like that, with, you know, they have Namenda and Aricept and, you know, a lot of doctors are studying that. yeah. You know, but... um, There are some trials that
2: say it works, but then there's some other trials that say it doesn't. Interestingly, when people have what's called leg pain from vascular disease, in other words, their arteries are blocked Hmm. in their legs, and when they go for a walk, they get pain right away, and they have to rest, and then they can walk further, but... Uh, It's called intermittent claudication in medical Mm. terms, but there are some trials, uh, eight randomized double-blind control trials that say ginkgo is useful. For increasing the you know the pain-free walking distance for people who use ginkgo when you compare it to placebo and the side effects are mild. Mm. I caution people about ginkgo and aspirin or ginkgo and blood thinners because there have been reports of people getting bleeds in their eye and their brain when they've been on aspirin or a blood thinner and taking -hmm. ginkgo at the same time. So Mm. like everything, uh, you know, uh, everything has a certain risk and everything has a certain potential danger or interaction and so I particularly am concerned about anyone using ginkgo if they're on a blood thinner or aspirin.
0: Okay good good to know and you can find that out in the book we're talking about today with my special guest Dr. Mel Bournes and uh, he has done it all he's still doing it he's a family physician in private practice an associate professor in the Department of Family and Community Medicine at the University of Toronto and many more uh, activities and uh, (laughs) uh, community work that he has done in helping people. He's also the author of many books. And by the way, at the end of the show, um, our interview actually today, I'm going to tell you how you can get a hold of Dr. Milbourne's books, which include Go Away Just for the Health of It, An Apple a Day, a Holistic Health Primer, also Photos and Songs of a Prionic, did I say that right, Prionic Physician? (laughs) Well, pronoic.
2: Paranoic. is okay. The opposite of paranoic. Yes. paranoid. Yes. So it's uh, thinking
0: positively that's, about oh, that's about great. things. Yeah. Lovely. Uh, and, and many other books that he's written, and more information also you can find out. So we're going to uh, give you that website as well. And, of course, the traditional bookstores online and uh, actually walk in. You can pick up uh, his latest book, A Doctor's Guide to Alternative Medicine, What Works, What Doesn't, and Why. And we're talking about some of those alternative medicines, what does work, and we kind of, hmm, ginkgo, we don't know about that. But one of the most common problems that I'm sure you see... Maybe. I do. I hear people complain a lot about pain. That's one of their issues that goes along with depression and anxiety and, you know, the back pain, the neck pain, the head pain. So a lot of folks don't want to take the traditional medications or narcotics that are prescribed because of obvious reasons. So what are some of the natural remedies that you might suggest to help people manage these pain issues?
2: Well, you know, um, the one that I... um uh, the, the ones I talk about in the book is, is devil's claw. There's some evidence that devil's claw, and willow bark, white willow bark, and cayenne cayenne pepper, like plasters, red chili pepper, um, uh, uh, topically, uh, um, have been shown to improve uh, pain, Mm. back pain specifically. I personally don't use much of that in in my practice. There's evidence that shows that uh, acupuncture is certainly useful for back pain. There's evidence that shows chiropractic manipulation Mm -hmm. is good for back pain. There's evidence that says Um, massage therapy is good for back pain. And there's even evidence that shows yoga is good for back pain. So these Mm. are some of the chapters in the book that actually show that these trials have been done that compare yoga or compare manipulation or compare acupuncture to placebo or sham treatments or other treatments. And I think there's evidence that you know, doing yoga and getting um, manipulation, massage therapy, uh, acupuncture, those are some of the approaches that uh, you might consider uh, uh, in addition to whatever, you know, your your doctor might be suggesting.
0: Mm, well, that's great. I love the way you combine traditional versus so-called natural medicines. Uh, well I or, think it's really yeah. important
2: because yeah. you know uh, what we do uh, with an, in, with natural health products and herbs and, and and other things can have an impact on the treatment that physicians are giving and um, you know and so it, it, it it's really important to have that discussion with your physician and to uh, educate them about what you're doing and and even tell them about some of the science behind why you're doing it. I think that makes it much more palatable for uh, modern doctors to, to
0: understand. Mhm. I think it's great. Maybe they should take your book with them on the right- <laughs> I, I,
2: I think they should all buy their favorite position of book, right? <laughs> you
0: you walk into your uh, general practitioner's office with your book uh, under their uh, arm and they go, "By the way, according that's my, to page that's my dream uh, Michelle <laughs> Well, maybe we can do that here. Maybe we can hopefully do that, encourage that, folks to do that. Sure. Walk in there and say, on page uh, 53, we're talking about, now this directly deals with my issue. What do you exactly. think about that?
2: Exactly. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> That's what my patients are now starting to do. They're coming in with my book and saying, you know, doc, you remember you told me, someone came in yesterday and said, you know, you said all carnitine is good for fatigue with uh, yeah. uh, you know, chemotherapy. What mm. do you think? You know, that kind of stuff. So, yeah, they're catching me at my own.
0: Ah, uh, oh, that's wonderful, Dr. Borens. Good for you. By the way, this is Dr. Michelle, and you're on the couch. And uh, today I want to welcome my new sponsor, CashInMyBag.com. Uh, they want you to know about a great opportunity to help you turn something you already own into cash. It's those designer handbags and accessories stashed away in your closet. CashInMyBag.com buys designer handbags like Chanel, Louis Vuitton, Gucci, Prada, and many more. And they buy shoes and accessories too. So simply go to cashinmybag.com, tell them the items you want to sell, and they'll quote you a price. If you like their cash offer, just ship insured with a prepaid shipping label that they provide, and then you get paid. It's that easy. It's better than consignment. It's for immediate cash at high market prices. Their Google reviews are amazing. Check them out. We're all moving on in life, meaning you might have expensive items you fell out of love with. And that could be cashed in for new. So if you're looking for authentic designer handbags, cashinmybag.com is also selling them at great prices. So I want you to visit your closet, (laughs) gather up those designer handbags, shoes, and accessories, and get your cash at cashinmybag.com, cashinmybag.com. That's CashInMyBag. Very easy to do. By the way, my special guest today is Dr. Melborns. He's the author of a book that is will blow your mind. It is really it's about alternative medications, and if they work or if they don't work, other um, certain kinds of therapies you can use for mental issues that you may have. And mind and body go hand in hand as well. So we're talking about some of these remedies because uh, you've got to pick up the book yourself because you, every chapter is de- dedicated to some ailment. <laughs> so you can just kind of put your finger down and go, oh, that's me. Let me open the book and find out what's going on and what I need to do. So, uh, you know, Dr. Boards, you, you know, I'm a psychologist. and Yes. Um, As you know, one of the most common discussions I have with clients who don't want to take antidepressants, they don't want to take meds, because of the side effects, obviously. There's a lot of side effects to those, but they always say, what do you think about St. John's wort? So what do you think about that?
2: <laughs> I think St. John's Ward, there's good scientific evidence that St. John's Ward is useful for mild to moderate depression. Hmm. I'm not talking about people, you know, just feeling sad. I'm talking about people with a full-blown depression. And there's randomly assigned double blind control trials that compare St. John's Ward to placebo, compare uh, St. John's Ward to modern antidepressant drugs. Mm-hmm. And they show that for mild to moderate, there's good evidence to say that it works. And the side effect profile tends to be a bit less. You know, when they studied uh, thousands of people, uh, a small uh, the, the side effect profile seemed to be less. Mm. Out of, uh, for example, out of 3,250 patients who took yeah. St. John's Wort, only a 2.4% experienced adverse effects. Hmm. But there is a caution about St. John's Wort in its interaction with other medications. So, for example, if you're on Digoxin or if you're on um, Indivir for HIV disease or if you're on Cyclosporin for preventing heart transplant rejections or if you're on yeah. warfarin, a blood thinner, or even on cholesterol medications yes. or anti-epileptic medications, mm. St. John's Wort interferes with the metabolism of huh. some of these drugs and so the effect of these drugs would be much less and there have been relapses and people um, getting problems huh. if they combine St. John's Wort with some of these modern drugs. I think where the, you know there's been some saying that St. John's Wort doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And I think that's in the area of severe depression that in some right. of the studies uh, looking at very severe disc- depression if your Hamilton depression score Mm -hmm. is over 20 and you're suffering from a severe depression, St. John's Ward isn't as successful. And of course Michelle, uh, you know and and I know you feel strongly about this, that in addition to taking a herb, you you know, you got to do the other stuff, the psychotherapy, um, the exercise program, Mm -hmm. um, you know, making making lifestyle changes and all these other things that go hand in hand with taking something like a herb or a medication Mm -hmm. It's really dealing with the whole person. But Mm -hmm. uh, I I have found some patients who respond to St. John's Wort recently. The last person I tried it with. Yeah interestingly enough, mm-hmm. it did not seem to make a difference. Hmm. Okay. So um, yeah. you have to take it at the right dose, yes, uh, and you have to take it for a period of time before you might notice any improvement, sometimes mm-hmm. even up to three or four weeks before you notice any improvement. Mm-hmm. And I tend to recommend if you're on it and you're feeling better, don't stop it, right? but to take it for sometimes up to nine months to a year mm. so it prevents okay. the relapse, because that's one of the dangers of people self-medicating. Right. As soon as they feel better, they Say, well, I feel good now. I'm going to drop it, yeah. and then what happens is they can relapse. So, oh, yeah. Um, that's yeah. my, you know, my thoughts about
0: that. Oh, thank you so much for that information. That's great, you know. And I hear a lot of people who don't, um, you know, titrate down properly on their medications too. I mean, they can, like you said, relapse if they are trying to get off meds. So that's a really important thing as well. But, um, you know, in your book also, which is a doctor's guide to alternative medicine. I um, enjoyed reading about the psychological therapies that you have. Now we all we all know about talk therapy. Come on, you know Freud, and and that is nice to have someone to talk to who's supposedly objective and (laughs) just letting you spew it out. (laughs) But um, yes, you also talk about some of the more um, I don't know innovative psychological therapies. So, what are some of these that you talk about in your book?
2: Well, the one that I think I'm most uh, positive about these days is Mm -hmm. Mindfulness-Based Stress Reduction Program. It's eight to ten weeks in a small group setting uh, with a trainer who's been properly trained in this, Mm -hmm. where people uh, spend uh, one evening a week for two hours Mm -hmm. and then usually an all-day as well uh, during maybe the six weeks of the program. And during that time, they learn mindfulness and uh, breath and uh, Mm -hmm. yoga and body sweeps and scanning. And relaxation, exercise, and breathing mm-hmm. awareness, and all kinds of things that really uh, uh, impact mind-body stuff. Yeah. and I think the research is very, very convincing mm-hmm. that taking a mindfulness-based stress reduction course is useful for pain reduction in chronic pain. It's useful for stress. It's useful for people who are having, um, let's say, cancer treatments and yes. mood and stress. Uh, it's helpful for uh, assisting with with uh, that and. It's also, been shown to be uh, useful for anxiety and depression. So, in, in clinically, in my practice, I find that when people take a mindfulness based stress reduction program and they do the homework, which is Uh, sometimes an hour a night, and they follow up with it and they keep doing it, that it does have an impact not only on psychological Mm -hmm. problems, but I've actually seen some physical things that you wouldn't think would respond to actually get get better when they've taken the mindfulness-based stress reduction program. So I'm very, Mm. very positive about that.
0: Wow, I agree with you. And, And, you know, you talk about the homework and, you know, the assignments and all that. People start looking forward to those because it makes them feel better. It's more exciting. It's different than traditional, that's so true. you know. Psychotherapy, that's so true. You know.
2: Yeah. The other thing I lecture a lot about in the community is about laughter yes. is the best medicine. You know, yes. and I I know that's kind of you know it's it's uh, kind of iffy, but there is research that's saying oh, that yes. you know when we laugh, there's changes that take place in the autonomic nervous system and a good belly laugh uh, you know can relieve relieve pain it can change the neurotransmitters in our brain it can rest the brain and mm. when they when they study uh, laughter uh, through positive emission tomography or brain studies the brain kind of goes into a state of rest right. and there's other positive impact that laughing has on us yes. and i think that you know obviously we don't need studies and science right. to say that laugh laughing's good <laughs> and we feel better. But um, I just wanted to share that the uh, there is some research that's saying that it's, uh, in fact, good for us.
0: Boy, it sure, it sure seems that way. A lot of positive, you know, chemicals to help us are released, you know, when we're laughing. And I always say turn off the news, you know, get get an idea of what's going on, but don't dwell on the, uh, the horrible things and turn off those murder programs and turn <laughs> <laughs> the pain and the you know all that go to go to the happy place, turn on some uh, mindless movie that makes you laugh and and you know that'll help you as well lighten up a little bit you know I always exactly say
2: that. yeah yeah exactly, very so, important, you know I do have that laugh prescription that says. Yes. Take a two-week break from yes. the sadness and the violence and the fear, and read and only listen to funny books and funny movies and and TV shows that make you laugh. Mm-hmm. And just take a two-week break from it. It's just just stop the input of all that um, you know uh, violence and mm-hmm. sadness and fear that we see uh, in the news and read in the news. Just take a break for it and from it and see how you feel. I totally yes. agree with you, Michelle.
0: Oh, thanks. And I know you have to scoot soon, but. But I just wanted to uh, let folks know again: uh, this book will help you with so many different things uh, because it, you'll learn about alternative medications, psychological techniques, uh, some of the uh, other techniques, you know, yoga exercises. Doctor Borns just said a uh, laughter. You can find out more. I also wanted to ask questions, but we're running out of time with him. Uh, and you'll find out about vitamins: do they really work? Which ones are good? Acupuncture, really? Is it a placebo hm and uh, many other therapies which will help you and the book's a great read and it is so thorough so just look up whatever you are interested in finding out about in terms of ailments or mentally or physically, and you'll find it right there so Dr. Bourne's, what's the best way uh, folks can get your book and find out more about you?
2: Oh. Well, as you said, you know, I think people get at their local bookstore Mm -hmm. or online at all the booksellers. And if they want to find out more about my speaking uh, um, stuff, it's melborins.com. M-E-L-B-O-R-I-N-S. Dot com If they want to find maybe some excerpts from the book that they could read about exercise for depression or echinacea for colds or uh, mindfulness-based stress reduction, they could go to Mel Boren's Creative. That's M.E.L.B.O.R.I.N.S.C.R.E.A.T.I.V. vcom and um, they could also get uh, you know listen to that uh, DVD, that uh, photo songbook uh, that's supposed to make you feel positive about yourself, other people, and the world around you. The possibilities, the pro photo songbook. Mm. Michelle, thank you so much for having me oh, on. Listen. I really enjoyed talking to you and uh, I know that you and I agree on um, on so many things and it was wonderful to be with you.
0: Well, likewise and thank you so much for being here on the couch with me. I sure appreciate your time. You're welcome. Keep up all the great work you do and uh, looking forward to your next book as well. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> all right. Take good care, Dr. Bourne. Take care now. All righty. Bye for now. Bye-bye now. Again, the book's called A Doctor's Guide to Alternative Medicine, What Works, What Doesn't. (laughs) and why. And again, you'll find out about ailments that you may have, and he lists all of them, some of the alternative medicines that really do work. He is also into traditional medicines, you know, prescribing the medicines, uh, so-called FDA-approved medicines that do, you know, help people. There is significance uh, in improvement in many conditions with those, of course. But um, he's also so open-minded about different things. So, uh, and again, the show will be up in the Archives, So you can listen again to what Dr. Bourne's had to say about a lot of uh, alternative medical treatments that uh, he suggests in his book. And, um, you know, you can uh, also listen to some of the things that will make you feel a lot better. So also, uh, I decided to answer a lot of listeners' questions. I've I've been getting a lot of emails lately. And um, why don't I help them out? (laughs) I do have a lot of guests who, you know, write books that do help people out and answer specifically a lot of the questions that come into me here on L.A. Talk Radio uh, at DocMichelle, D-O-C-Michelle with two L's at AOL.com. I always encourage you to write. I do not do therapy via email. And this is not therapy per se. I'm giving you suggestions. Um, So what I'm going to do is I'm going to answer some of these emails right now. And if you'd like to call in or if you have a question, feel free to. That's great. But we are rolling right now on uh, answering some of these emails that have come in about relationships, uh, self-esteem, how to handle some of the family issues. And again, I'm just going to give you some suggestions here uh, on the couch. It's Doc Michelle, docmichelle, Michelle at A-O-L. Uh, we're going to take a look at our first email here. <clears throat> this is from Kevin, and I thank you so much for emailing me and reaching out. Um, uh, he said, Dear Doc, uh, I've been in a marriage for the last five years. I'm having some problems. So what are some of the tips you can give us to help me and my wife make our relationship a lot better? We seem to argue a lot and just don't get each other. And it goes on and on. Please help. All right, Kevin, thank you so much for emailing again. Um, You know, here's the deal. I don't know what your age is. You didn't tell me, but I uh, assume you're a mature guy, you know. So a mature individual is defined as a person who has a sense of self, right? And you also have to remember, Kevin, that you and your wife are in different places you're different people so you have to think about things first of all it's important to think about your spouses or your partners if you're in a relationship of any kind at all you have to think about their heritage (laughs) their different way of thinking and feeling and different belief systems you know and I always say that the mature person is able to recognize the I the me and the us so no brainer here kevin first of all good communication skills you always talk about here um arguing all right so it's really important to tell each other what your thoughts are what your feelings are it's very important to do that just be open and honest in your communication And no you you statements. You're a no name calling, no command statements. Do this, don't do that. Just watch your statements the way you speak to her and the way she speaks to you. Hope she's listening. Um, Use I statements. I see that you're upset. What's going on? Open communication. So that's the biggie there. Also, you have to have the ability to change sometimes. I think one of the biggest uh, issues that I have when I see couples is that they do not want to change their ways, we do always have to compromise because we're coming uh, into a relationship with someone with a whole different set of ways of thinking and feeling and heritage and belief systems and all that. So they're not static. They're always changing. So uh, relationships do go through a life cycle, right? (laughs) People say, I want to find that spark, that special someone. I want that pizzazz. The fireworks didn't go off. Well, guess what? It's not going to last very long. So here's the deal. We have the honeymoon phase usually. (laughs) Uh, Then we have the settling into really liking each other. And then we have loving each other, uh, respecting each other. And then maybe children come in, which changes your whole dynamic and a deeper love, usually. Um, Then you have midlife situations that you have to deal with. (laughs) So, I mean, you know, there's so many phases that you go through in a relationship, and you have to understand that, You've got to keep up certain activities and things in that relationship because things will change. And hopefully the spark and the fireworks will be there usually. But it kind of uh, mellows and segues into respect and deep love, you see. So as I mentioned, you have to have that ability to compromise, a willingness to work together. And that goes with compromise. Uh, So just like in a business, if members don't work together, the business is going to become ineffective. So you, you guys have to sort of work together two heads are better than one. Also when you're arguing, Kevin, you guys have to know when to back off. Everybody needs room to breathe. You you need to sort of th- sort out your own thoughts. So if someone's in your face, if you're having an argument or you're amping up, some of your buttons are being pushed, you you need to just get some space. All right. So it's important to just let the dust settle, walk away, use some of the speak tools that I've talked to you about, and and just sort of um, allow each other's feelings and thoughts to come out. You can't suppress anyone. You just have to do that. Also, support and trust is a biggie. You know, I, we, we always need someone to affirm our existence. <laughs> I mean, that's the bottom line. That's called uh, survival mechanisms. So you have to support and trust the other person. It's a really important thing to do. And don't forget, I talked about those uh, fireworks and the sparks and all that. Yes, keep that going. Please love hugs, kisses, lovemaking. You know, the open expression of feeling in any relationship is so vital to the continued growth of a relationship. And lovemaking is so important. should not be overlooked. You know, keep it exciting. Do fun things together. You know, and by the way, a good lovemaking starts outside of the bedroom. <laughs> you know, it's increasing communication. It's touching, loving, hugging, taking care of each other, that kind of thing. So that's, that's a really important thing that you can do, you know, if you, if you want to help each other. Um, we have a caller on the line. We might take this call, see who it is. My screener walked out for a sec. Hi, uh, you're on the air with Dr. Michelle, who's this?
1: Oh my gosh! Hi, Dr. Michelle. Um, uh, this is Corey.
0: Hey, Corey. How are you today?
1: I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Oh my gosh! I love your show. I'm so excited to be thank you uh, uh, on the couch. Um, I just had a I just had a question about sure uh, my, my relationship. So, um, uh, Doc, I am openly homosexual. Okay. Um, but. Um, I, I I'm over the whole criticism thing right, i for you my, my family criticized me I came from a a, a a very christian family okay um i I've worked through that i've seen therapists psychological uh, psychologists um but um just everything that you say i just i just feel like i i i was just gonna call and ask you just because you have such You're so wise. I'm sorry if I'm a little shooken up. Um,
0: That's all right.
1: So I've I've had a boyfriend now for about seven months, almost eight. Um, But something that I noticed Mm -hmm. was Mm -hmm. he, I saw in his text messages. Now Mm -hmm. I give him his space. Yes. Um, I don't go through his stuff, but I saw him. Um, talking with girls but talking like okay. um, talking like in a in a flirting way with girls mm-hmm. and he, I mean you know I've asked him if he's by and he said no mm-hmm. and I just don't know mm-hmm. I just I'm stuck I don't know okay. what to think because okay. I'm, I'm I'm so falling in love with him mm-hmm. but sure. at the same time I don't know. I, I don't I don't know, Doc. Yeah. I, I don't know
0: what to do. All right. Well, I'm going to tell you what to do in just a sec. If you'll hold on, Corey. I, I want to you. help I you out. You. Oh, I love you, too. <laughs> I, want, I want to help you out with this. So uh, I, I promise I'll give you some good suggestions on how to figure this out. Because I, I not only hear this question from a lot of gay couples, but a lot of heterosexual couples as well. This is a very common thing, especially in uh, social media and in texting and all that. So it's a dicey subject. Yeah. By the way, I want y'all to know that you're on the couch here with Dr. Michelle on LA Talk Radio. Welcome everybody. I also want to welcome my new sponsor, cashinmybag.com, and uh, the show today is brought to you by this company, which is wonderful. cashinmybag.com. That's the place where you can gather up those designer purses, shoes, and other accessories you may have fallen out of love with and sell them for quick cash at cashinmybag.com. They'll quote high prices. And provide free, prepaid, and insured shipping labels. And you get paid right away. It's not like consignment. That's cashinmybag.com, where you can sell your designer purses, shoes, and other accessories. It's easy and a great way to get cash now. So if that's what you're looking for, do it. What more could you ask for? Check it out, cashinmybag.com. That's cashinmybag.com. Spell it out Cash in My Bag. Dot com. Thank you so much for being a sponsor today, guys. It's great to have you aboard. All right, you're on the couch again with Dr. Michelle, and we're moving along. We're helping Corey out with the situation, and he's found that his partner uh, has been texting, as I'm understanding you pretty well, uh, women, yeah. women, and you, you're in a gay relationship with this other guy, and yeah. um, it's kind of scaring you a little bit. Now, even also, um, you're worried if he may be interested in women or girls, right?
1: Yes, yes, and, okay. and really, really quick, doc. I'm I'm sorry to, That's to okay. change the no topic. No um, um, Cash in my bank. So if I have some old, uh, I, so let me tell you, I have some designer, <laughs> some good designer stuff from from yes. back in the day. Right. Um c- Could I, if I were to, you know, I, I don't wear it anymore, and I, I don't want to bring it to just a thrift shop where they're, you know, no. they're just CashInMyBag dot no. I can actually. That's that's one of your sponsors. I can go there and 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 yes. and okay. Good. It's my because latest
0: I, Yes. Mm-hmm. Go ahead.
1: Okay, okay. No, that's great. That's great to know. That's great to know. I well, just,
0: good. That's, that's great to know. Well, okay. I'm glad you uh, responded. That's cashinmybag.com. And uh, the accessories, you know, handbags, shoes, purses, and it's not just for women as well. Of course, you have, uh, sounds to me like you have other accessories that are designers. So, you know, check uh, out your closets, guys, and see if you can find, yeah. you know, uh, uh, accessories also include wallets, belts, things like that. So. Yeah, no, that's
1: so funny because I literally was—I literally just last weekend pulled out everything. I redid, uh, I redid my apartment, and um, I have a, 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 a. pile of designer um, uh, clothing and a uh, couple shoes. Good, there you go. Uh, handbags that I just I've been actually looking for some place <laughs> to put them and I didn't want to... Yeah, that's well, great. Thank you. You okay. just did a great plug Next for my new topic. sponsor,
0: so I appreciate oh, that. Love
1: your sponsor. <laughs> They'll appreciate that too.
0: <laughs> Perfect.
1: Perfect with what I need. So, uh, let's help We're you. Doing two birds with great. one stone here.
0: All right. Let's help you out with your problem, Corey. Um, so have you um, asked your partner uh, anything about what these texts are about? I'm afraid. Okay. Why? Do you think uh, that he'll accuse Ah. you of spying? Of uh, cyber spying? (laughs) Text spying? Yes.
1: Yes. Number one. Number two, um, I, you know, what do you say? Yeah, how well, I'll tell you what, what you, what you, you say? say. Like, I, what? Oh, you know, how do you even approach that? You
0: keep it real. But now, don't you know by now, you, you have you ever had any suspicions that he may be interested in other relationships and other and women I, relationships for that matter?
1: Other, not other gay relationships mm-hmm. no just, okay. i mean no he's I'm, i i trust him okay. but all right so having, so there
0: there's been no other evidence that he may you know be interested in other women or or no, interested okay. in going out with anyone else for that matter
1: no, but right? when I read a text from uh, a girl, Ashley, and it says yes. um, it says something along the lines of uh, how beautiful you are and how your eyes glisten, what? Um, it, it, it <laughs> okay. makes me think that maybe he's attracted <laughs> to this <Okay. laughs> girl. Right. Now, well, I know well, that, yes. you know, my community is, um, we do appreciate, mm-hmm. you know, fashion beautiful. and beauty. Yes. We do appreciate. Yes. And, uh, a, a woman looks magnificent, okay, mm-hmm. but there is a line, you know. Yes, there is <laughs> a line. <laughs> I Absolutely. don't know, and I yeah. trust me. I'm, I'm, you know, queen compliment. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay. king, right. king, queen compliment. All right. So I, I know the appropriate times, you know, to. to talk and to compliment a person or to say, oh my god, she's so pretty, oh my god, I love your dress, your shoes, or if you are, yeah, you're trying to, you know, you're trying to move to the next level. I I, right. I know. So,
0: right, right. Okay. Well, how do I
1: approach look, this, Doc? You know, how do here, I approach this? Here's help the me, thing. save you, me.
0: Okay, I'll help you. I don't know if I'll save you, and I can't promise you that. I'm just going to give you some suggestions here. Um, okay, <laughs> healthy relationships, as I said earlier, are based on communication. You have to tell him the truth. You have to say, guess what, I was looking through your phone, or I, however you want to say it, uh, you were taking a nap, or when you were asleep, uh, your phone was on, and it popped up, this text message, and I decided to explore it, who would be texting you, or what is this about? Okay, admit to it. Number one, admit to it. Only if you want to, and then then give it up. I would admit to saying... I'm I'm really concerned. Do you want to be with this Ashley or whatever? Are you interested in her? A lot of, as you know, as you said, a lot of um, gay men uh, love to be around beautiful women, and they like beautiful women. And and one of my gay friends thinks always oh, says wonderful things to me. Oh, you look so beautiful today. Your hair is awesome. You're so hot. Right. Things it, like that. So it, I mean, and I, I don't, know that. And, and right, I'm, right. And I'm okay.
1: totally aware of that. Right. Just, okay. Yeah. So
0: ask him exactly. You know, are you interested? Are you attracted? Are you? And you said he says no, but then um, I, what I would do is I would um, try to trust him and just let it go. Now, if if this keeps up, by the way, it's always nice to say, and I have this happen with a lot of couples is if you're ever suspicious of me, here are my texts. Here are my communications. You can look through my Facebook. You can look through anything you want. I'm showing you and being candid with you that I have nothing to hide. So can you do that with me, honestly? Wow. Okay.
1: That's Yeah, that's, I love that. That's really powerful. And I guess, uh, you know, you yeah, you you definitely put that that inspiration in me to do that. I'm I'm just more of a soft-spoken person. I don't like conflict. I don't like to deal with issues, right. especially with the people that I'm starting to fall in love with. Yeah, and,
0: exactly. So, I mean, that's the thing is honesty. Keep it honest. Show him that you are willing to um, expose all of your texts and, and whatever, emails, Facebook, whatever you have, communication, and ask him if he would do the same because you're feeling a little uncomfortable for some reason. And if he starts to get defensive and angry, that could mean one of two things, of course. Defensiveness sometimes mean they are guilty and they're trying to defend. <laughs> but, but it also means they're angry that you don't trust them. And that they are trustworthy. So you just need to sit down and, I think, have a conversation with him uh, about your fears. And then just try to trust and see how it goes. If there are any other communications, make a deal that you're going to show each other. And here's another one. Why don't you set up a date between all three of you? Meet this girl who he's communicating with out in public. You guys go out and have a drink. Sit down, say, hey, here's my partner, and we're having a good time. So nice to get to know you. Have her, you know, show up to or bring a friend if she feels more comfortable. Whatever. Just so we're keeping it real. He's keeping it real with her.
1: That's such a good idea. And then I didn't even think of that. And that way, if for some weird reason, it is suspicious, well, no, because he won't want to meet. That's right. He won't want... And then if he does and we do you know, and it's weird, then we'll know that something's up. And if we do go and it's not weird, then we know that he's just the sweetheart that I know that he is and he's just being really complimentary.
0: So, you said it. You said it uh, all, Corey. Listen, we gotta run, but I thank you so much for calling into the show and I hope I helped a little bit and, and Oh my gosh. You sound like I, a wonderful guy. So
1: you are the best psychologist oh. on this planet. Oh. You <laughs> seriously are. I am an avid listener of on you. the couch, and I just love you for wow. life, Doc. Thank, oh, you, thank so you for all that you do for me and
0: everyone on this planet. <laughs> Listen, call in every week and give me these accolades. I love it. <laughs> Alright, Corey. Uh, bless you and take good care of yourself, and uh, let me know how it goes. You can email me at docmichelle at com as a follow-up. Let me know how it goes with you and, co- and your, oh, I, oh, your I other so relationship. Okay. Thank you, Doc. You got love it. Alright, thanks for calling. Take good care. Bye. Bye-bye. Alrighty. righty. It's about that time, guys. We've got to get going. How time flies when you're having fun. This is Dr. Michelle Cohen, and thanks for being on the couch today here on L.A. Talk Radio. Uh, I also want to thank my special guest earlier today, Dr. Mel Boren's A Doctor's Guide to Alternative Medicine. Check it out. It's a great book. I'll have more information for you on the archives, which are available tomorrow, about how to get a hold of his uh, book and also his other books he's written and, uh, of course, keep writing me here, at AOL.com if you have any questions or comments. Love to hear from you. Hope I helped you out. All right, next week we're going to talk uh, about um, sexual liberation. You know, what with uh, Fifty Shades of Grey and all. So don't miss that. Have a great day, and do take care of yourself first. That'll make you great for other people, and that's the way it works. This is Dr. Michelle. Bye-bye. Got you on my mind.
1: Flashing rays of colored light. Come
2: back here.